Okay, good morning. We're saying Kiddushin Tet. Just very, very quickly. We saw yesterday, we asked a question. What does Yehud do? Does Yehud do Nisuin or does Yehud do Erosin or Nisuin? Right? In other words, is Yehud, is Yehud like Kiddushin? Or is Yehud Mamash uh, proper, proper marriage? So we saw, what did it say? We had a proof here. We said, no, really Erosin. As a, uh, because we're talking here, Aram said there, Ravitzchak, that according to Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda, that his whole Kiddush Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda was that the money that the father gives, that the money the father gives is not really what does the Yehud, the Kiddushin, but later on the husband has to have a little bit of money left over in the, that, he still, that she still owes him for the Avdut. And that last bit of money, when he's mocha, that last bit of money, that's what the Kiddushin is worth, as long as the Shara put over there. And therefore, how come the father can sell her after he did that? Because her Erosin is different, his Erosin. Well, see how she became on her, on her own. If that's the case, we, so we proved really was at was like Erosin. We could even say that Nisuin and say that the Nisuin is different. So Gemara says, no, what am I? My Bishlam Erosin, Erosin, we can understand Erosin is different. Right? And Nisuin, Nisuin, Mishani. But why would Nisuin be any different? Once there's Nisuin, there's Nisuin, would be a proper fully fledged marriage, and therefore the father would be able to celebrate again. Okay, so that was really we should have got up to yesterday. So the question is, what does he or do? Does you do Erosin or Nisuin? The answer is. And the answer is. Erosin. Okay. That's the answer to the question. The you does Erosin. Okay. So now. The gross luckers. Uh, Rav Nachman. Right. That follows. Now remember. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. We explained. Rav Amram yesterday said. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda's whole Kiddush was. That the Kiddushin money. Was not the money that the Yud was done with, like we understood up until now, according to everything we learned, but it was really the fact that there was a little bit of money owing that this girl had owed for from the sale that he bought her, and she was meant to work it off for six years, and because he was moichelur for the more than shavaputa, or shavaputa that way he got married with that shavaputa. So coming on, Nachman says no. Nachman, the Amar lekaman, Rabbi Yosef will see that on today's daf. Even Rabbi Yosef Barayuda might say, no, at the end of the day, it's the father who does it with his money. But my mokilav, I feel him erutzin or say, if it is erutzin at the end of the day, how can the father then sell her again if she walks out of that erutzin? That's a big question. So he says that. He says a little bit different. He says as follows. Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, I'm Rafilu, Rabbi Yosef Barayuda, Maot, Tarishonot, Ikushinitnu. Even if we could say there as well, that's the first monies. So then, Bemai Mokimla, so what's this case going to be over here? We just explained a moment ago. It says, Mokimla, Krabi Lezer. So, really, you know what? Why are we allowed to sell her again after the Erosin? If that Erosin was done by her father, because now we can't say that Erosin, her Erosin, and the father's Erosin are different, because now suddenly the same Erosin, because it's all her father's Erosin, so how could there be a sale afterwards? Says Mokilak Rabbi Eliezer, the Amar le Shifchut Achar Shifchut, Hudra Matsi Mazabena. If she was a Shifcha one, she can't be sold into a Shifcha a second time. Amar le Shifchut Achar Ishut Matsi Mazabena. That's a different opinion altogether. Here we're saying that she can be sold into Avdut after she was married. Le Shifchut Achar Ishut Matsi Mazabena. So Rashi says an amazing thing. Why didn't we just say Lokra Rabbi Eliezer in the first place? 
Why do we go in a roundabout way to try and find somebody who could explain how come the father can sell her into Shifchut again once she's already married? To, and we had to go all the way and say, no, her marriage is different to his marriage. It's Kiddushin and his Kiddushin is different to her Kiddushin. And therefore, it's not really the money from her kid, from the original yield that's doing the Kiddushin, but it's the extra, the fact that he's Moichelah, the put at the end. Why do you order that? Look at Rashi. Rashi gives an unbelievable answer. Look here. Follow the Rashi with me, please. First narrow lines of Rashi. The Darish Kavan Shebagadba. So, firstly, we not remember Rabbi Akiva said Beged, and Rabbi Eliezer said Bevigdoba means Bagadba. Remember that? We saw that yesterday. So, he says, Tachlis, we Paskin let Beged, Bevigdoba means Bagadba. Okay? Vood. So, she said, Vadhashtas is Rashi. Mahadrina la Ukma de Lok Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi says, Up until this point, we're doing everything that we can to try and find somebody else who we could paskin like. Not like Rabbi Eliezer. Why? Here comes the final words of Rashi. Mishum de Shamutihu. Rabbi Eliezer is a Shamuti. What do you mean Rabbi Eliezer is a Shamuti? Rabbi Eliezer paskins like Rabbi Shama, like Bet Shama. And therefore, we don't want to paskin like Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer is Shamutihu. And in order to, uh, we learned the Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, Barukanus Shamuti. Right? And therefore, because of that, the Gemara wanted to try and, as much as possible, stay away from, from, uh, from Rabbi Eliezer. It would have been quite simple. Just let Rabbi Eliezer. He says, you can, no problem. But we realize now that we're stuck, at least according to Rabbi Nachman, because at the end of the day, we're not so excited about the Shabbi Yehuda, but, uh, <coughs> the Shabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, who says this idea that the money isn't the original Kiddushin money, the Yud money. And because that's at the end of the day, I think what Chavim want to say that the original money is the yud money. We're going to see afterwards in a moment. We're going to say how does this yud work? So we we'll get everybody who follow me on that. All right? Okay. Okay. Mokir like Rabbi Lezer. I want to shivchur like a shivchur and hudel Rabbi Zayidavah. Shivchur. Can I buy Rash Lakish? So now I ask also a question. Ma'u shem yayda dam leveno katan. Can you do yud with your young son? Now we know that your the father or the son can marry this girl. But can he even marry her off to a minus child, to a child who's 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old? Right? Amrachmane beno called the Did the son, did the Torah say beno? Right? Just any child, no matter how old he is. Or Dilma beno dumi today. Maybe it's be someone like him. Mahu gadul up beno gadul. Has to be a gadul. That's a good question. Somebody said, let's try and solve this from a brighter. And he quotes a brighter. He says, the brighter says like this. Right? It's a good one, Sanhedrin. The Pasuk says, ish. What's the pastor could say like this? If ish enough at ish. So a man who has relations with a married woman, enough at ish. I should have ish who's married to his friend, right? Mot yumat no They're both put to death. Obviously, this is where there's Azara and there's Adim, etc. 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 So the brighter says, what does it mean ish? Pratlakatan. Ish meaning ish, man, not a child. So what does it say? I share you enough at ish then. Why did it repeat again? Eishet Ish, the wife of a man. Prat Eishet Katan. This comes to exclude a woman who's married to a Katan. Right? So now the Gemara says, wait a second. There's a man who's married, a woman who's married to a Katan? How can a woman be married to a Katan? So the Gemara says, like this, Av Iyamat Biyayid Imke Matsunu Ishut Le Katan. If you're going to say that the, the father can do you with his young child, so then Imke Matsunu Ishut Le Katan. We've seen, we now we understand what it means. Ishut Le Katan. Because it says, Ish, Eshet, Ish, Eshet, Ish, Pratla, Ish, Eshet, Katan. 
Where can it be a katan? Must be you can do yud with your katan then. And no problem, you can do yud, and that's how we got an ashad katan. Was of elamai. But maybe anomiyaid. Maybe you can't do yud. So was it well a second? If so, I might come might like ram. If you couldn't do yud with a katan, you would need a pastor to come and exclude a katan who's married to a, a woman. Because if you can't in the first place have such a scenario, then why do you have the pastor to, to, to say the woman, the guys don't have mita? Which means what? Tifshot mina demiyaid. That you can do yud with the yanka, with the katan. Everybody follow that? Because if there wasn't such a scenario, we wouldn't need a pastor to exclude the garbin chayv mita. So the only reason we need a pastor to say that there's not chayv mita, so there's not chayv mita, to partly remember me chayv mita, is because it must be able to exist. How does it exist? Yeah, we've seen examples. Do yud with your katan. Seems to be the only way you can get a woman married to a katan. Okay? So that's the camera of Ashi. So Rashi says, not so fast. Okay, Rashi says, not so fast. This bright which we spoke about now, this pasuk has nothing to do with Yehud at all whatsoever. He says, what are you speaking about in this pasuk? This is, We're talking here about a Yavama who's nine years old. Now what's the deal about being nine years old? As far as the Torah is concerned, with this girl's husband died. Rashi is miskeket to who? To his brother. Now, brother is an age of a brother. We know from Erev or Nan, we know with, with, uh, with Yehuda, right? That she stuck around Tamar for a long time. Why did she stick around for a long time? Because he was a zikah there. She was set aside for the, for the brother. The brother was a kid. She waited for him to grow up. He didn't grow up. That was the whole problem. That's why she went and sat this and became a prostitute. Because she was rebelling that she had to wait around for years. So we see, that was before the Torah was given, right? That, that, that the zikah kicks in from an early age. So the Gemara says, "Maru, what would we have thought? Kevin didn't write the Chazilei, Ubi Atobia, Habaalea, Mitchev Eshet Ish Kamashvla." No, that's the Chidush. That's what the that's what Rav Vashi says. This pasuk, this bride has got nothing to do what's with Yud. You can't prove Yud from here. This is talking about a simple situation of the of a, of a Yavam, right? That's nine years old. If he has relations with this girl, they're married. There's the Yibum was concluded, and she's not properly fully fledged wife. Ah, we might have thought now, wait a second. If this young girl can be you can become a Yavama with a nine-year-old, so maybe if you have relations with a regular nine-year-old who's married woman, you'd also be chayv mita kabashlana. It was unique to Yibum. That's what this passage, this this bright is telling us. Now with Yibum it makes sense. Why? Why with Yibum does it make sense that you can do it with a kid, with a nine-year-old? Firstly, his beer is already considered beer, but you only da'at for Yibum, remember? You can do Yibum Baal Korcha, you can against her will. So you don't need that. So you don't need that, and the kids can get can 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 do yibum. So when you need that, we got a problem. Okay. So we haven't really proved the question over this. The Gemara says, "New my Allah. So bottom line, what's the answer to the question? Can you or can't you? Uh, right? Uh, can you or can't you? Hold on, one, one second. My demiad. Can, can you continue you with the kid? So he wants to tell her, let's learn another bride here. Toshma, I'm Rabbi Aivo, I'm Rabbi Yanai. Shabbi Aibi, Aivo, I said, Rabbi Yanai, and you live a gado. It says two things here. It says, there's no yud only with a gado, and yud enemy da'at. And you have to have da'at. So he wants to say, what do you mean? Tarti? You're telling me two things, but the same thing. You're saying as if it's two things. You're saying, and yud begado, and and yud enemy da'at. So there seems to be two things over here. Tarti. 
Okay, the Tosfot that we had, last little Tosfot here, we just put things in context, which some of the things which we learned before. Look at the Tosfot quickly, Tarte. Do you see the Tosfot here, Tarte, in the middle of the Amud? Right in the middle of the middle of Tosfot? Anybody see it? Right? Okay. So it works like this. Perus Bekontus. Pontus, Rashi explains like this. Habaha Talia. I don't actually read the Rashi. Uh, Rashi is over here. Uh, hold on. Where's the Rashi over here? Uh, where's the Rashi? I can't see the Rashi. Where's the Rashi of Tarti? Anybody see the Rashi of Tarti? Tarti, yeah. Ha Chadhu, Kevin, the end you the limitat, Pshitta, the end you the limitado. Rashi is about one thing, Pashut. So Tosfos is over here. Push for conscious. How about that? They that they both the same thing. Klomar chadim yilto. One thing. The kevin and yud elim dat. Pshita the and yud mamoyel elim gadol. If you have to, if you need dat, you have to be a gadol for dat. So a katan no matzi the shuvi the shliach the kaddish. A katan can't appoint a shliach. She says if I have Rabbi Yochanan, when I buy a Tosfos, it's like it's pirish tarti. It's like it's klomar. The satran adade. The rish tam read an and yud elim gadol. Mashma filush lo midat. Mahani. He says, no, what did the Tati of says? You might have thought that they're two, that's a steer of here. Right? Because he says, when it says, and he would, Ella Begado, so you might have thought, even with Lord Dart, we don't need Dart, Lord Begado. He was like, you don't need, need Dart for you, for you, you might not need Dart for you. Right? And then he said, and you let me Dart, and you let me Dart, so therefore he needs Dart, you have to Begado. Okay. So that is a different, a little bit of difference. I mean, that's an argument that follows. That's answer number one. But another possible answer is, my midat, what does it mean, and you'd any midat? Midat dida. You have to tell her. Which is quite interesting. Because we were in slow ways, you can't do kiddushin without the woman's consent. Right? There's no kiddushin ba'al korcha. So maybe over here as well, there's no yud without her at least knowing that there's yud now. The tani abaya bread rabbi abu. Abau, Rabbi Sina, we abayu amr ratzar bread. Rabbi Abau, Asher lo yada. He says, why did the pasuk use the word Asher lo yada? He wants to say over here, Melamed shetzarich le yada. You've got to follow in Asher lo yada. Either you're not or you are, and if you are, you got to tell her. You can't look at Rashi and it just got Asher shetzarich le yada. Okay, so it's going to say now like this. Who tani la who amala? Right, so Rashi, what do you mean who tani who amala? Who tani le matnitin? Right, so he brought out Mishnah which says over here, "Mira metshich who amar ba minafshe." An explanation comes on his own. So he quotes the bright of it. The tani abay bread Rabbi Abahu Asher lo yada mira metshich liyada. Right, so who tani who amala? Be kiddush ayud, vali Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda, and now he explains the whole story over here. But this is his svar. This is not quoting. Right, the hard timer. Rashi says, "Look, he's explaining the reason the high tzarich. Why do you have to tell her?" Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yulehi. I'm reading the Rashi over The whole svara comes from the fact that we gain from Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yulehi, who says that the original money, monies, the original monies weren't given to her for kedushin. Love like kedushin, it no value. Let be put to shalei. Already, it's only from the money left over from what she's still got to work off. 
That's why. Why is it she have to you know? Normally, if we said, like we said up until now, that when the father gives the money, so it's a shame he would. And she's just waiting it out. She's, she's working out her, her, her avdut for, her, for the father, to, for the master to ultimately marry her. But if we say it's got nothing to do with the father, the father sells her into avdut where the original money aren't connected to the kiddushin. And now the husband, is, the master decides he wants to marry her. And he's going to marry her by offsetting money that she owes from the time that she's left to work. Then he's got to go and tell her. Look back at the word. That's answer number two. So two ways of understanding. So the first answer is So it says and The second answer is that maybe it means from da'at, not da'at of being a gadol, but da'at of that she has to know. And uh, and the third possible answer is like this: Rav Nachman Yitzchak Amar. Rav Nachman was the one already earlier on told us as well. We don't have to always explain. It was the very first line on this Amud. We don't have to always explain Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda saying this massive Kiddush that the Kiddushin money is from the father aren't what marry her. Maybe even that's what marries her. Maybe there are the original monies that are being used. Right? I feel the time in the Kiddushin it Still Shani Yacha. He has a little bit different. Why is it different over here? Because the Torah says Ya'ada which means you got to let her know. So the first answer we understood was when we said Ibait Aim answer number two was that because the Kiddushin monies weren't uh, the marriage monies had to tell her, comes Rabbi Nachman by Yitzchak and says, no, even if we still remain in the well in the realm of the first monies being Lashem Kiddushin, still the Torah says, Ya'ada might mean we have to give her, we have to tell her, even if he decides now to go ahead and do it, even if we are still being based on the ritual monies from, uh, from the father. Rashi adds in an important uh, uh, nafkmin here. Look at Rashi, the nafkmin between these two. Oh, look at Rashi over here. The nafkmin da havelay mech macharit bitol ishut vim yaada venit armela. If the father did it, right? If it was the 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 macharit bitol, the whole purpose of 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 ishut to get married. Therefore, if he did yud and then she became widowed, shuv ein mochra leshivchut Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva is concerned, once she did the yield, because Rabbi Akiva said that Bevig Dova means she paras talito alea. That once he put a cloak on her and he married her, from that moment the father's got no rights any longer. So that was if the father, right, so there, the, 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 make a difference over here, that if she became widowed, well, on the other hand, if it wasn't the father, and then maybe she did the kiddushin, like we said yesterday, we would say, Sha'ani nisuin davia nisuin dida. So it would be enough come in, who was the one that triggered off this Kiddushin? Was it the father or was it her herself with the husband? If it was herself with the husband, we could say, wait a second, when she did Kiddushin on her own without the father, so that doesn't affect the father's rights any longer with her, with regards to her. So if she became a widow, she'd go back to her father's, uh, her father's rights, he could still maybe sell her again. But if the father was the one doing the Kiddushin, then we certainly can't. Rabbi Kiva says, once he put Talita alav, alav, it's done, it's always done, done deal, she's married. Okay. That's one of the. Darren, if it's Yehud, she has to accept because she has to be told. So it's her. In, it's hers. It's upon her. No, but that the, the, that would be from the pasuk liyada. All he's got to do is he's got to just notify her that as of now you're no longer a shifcha. We'll get to that in a moment. They're going to explain why he's got to act differently now. But the question is, was it the father who initiated the kiddushin? And if the father initiated the kiddushin, then once he married off his daughter, he's lost all contact with her whatsoever. He's got no shaykhs to her any longer, no balut. 
or was it not the father? And that was the whole chidush we said at the end of the daf yesterday. End of the daf yesterday, we said, how do we prove that Yehud is Kiddushin? Because we said that if it was Kiddushin, how come he could still sell her afterwards again or marry again once she had already done Yehud, Kiddushin the first time around? The one came to the conclusion was that based on Yossi by Yehudu, who says that it wasn't the father's Kiddushin money that created the Kiddushin, it was her owing them Balabayit money, and he was Moichel her for at least more than a Prutta. It was with that money that she did Kiddushin, and that's why we answered and said, Sha'ani Erusin Didam, Erusin Avia. Okay, but if we're saying now that because the naf in between Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, Rav Yossi by Yehuda, is that Rav Nachman by Yitzchak says you don't have to say that Rav Yossi by Yehuda is telling us that the kiddushin money from the father is not relevant. You might even say it is relevant, and we've still got to notify her. So Rav Yossi by Yehuda said, "You go. Why are you going to notify her? Because she, at the moment there was never a, there was never a kiddushin in the in the, in the, in, the, in, the, in the works." Because the father gave it, did her, sold her into Abdul without any mentioning of Kiddushin. That money had nothing to do with Kiddushin. So there was no reach of Kiddushin up until now. Says Rabbi Yossi Bar-Yuda. Because only now, when he's moichel her, that he says to listen now, you owe me money, I'm in moichel her money, let's get married. Where Rabbi Nachman by Yitzchak comes into the picture and says, no, you don't have to go to such an extreme and say, Rabbi Yossi Bar-Yuda says, that there's no connection to the father's Kiddushin money. Even if there is connection to the father's Kiddushin money, you still got to notify her. Why? The Torah says, Le-ya-ada. And the Ya'ada is like a play on the words, they are. She has to be aware. And there the nafkin between those two possibilities would be whether she now became divorced, can, does she go back to the father or not? If we said like yesterday, that the father giving the money to do Yud originally had nothing to do with the Kiddushin, and therefore was all the daughter and the master on their own that did the Kiddushin, and it was the moichel of the debt. So then when she, if he married, does Kiddushin to her and then dies, the father wasn't the one who did Kiddushin. And when do we say the father can't sell her again? When he does Kiddushin. We're contra of Yossi Tarachma Yitzchak. Who says that Rabbi Yosef doesn't mean that it's the only, it's the new monies, it's the old monies as well. Because you've got to notify her now. If he if he dies, it was the father who did the kiddushin. So now she can't. Now the father can't have any rights to sell her again. So when you say she's got a layadel, layadel, so she doesn't have to accept or not accept. You just notify. According to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, there, and that's how we explained Rabbi Ashi. I think it was. That he said, no, no, Rashi, uh, Rav Ashi. No, who was it who said, uh, uh, he said, my havu, and Rav Ivo Amrabianai, he said, ain't you little begadol and ain't you little midat. So according to him, we have to have a gadol and it has to be da'at. So now the question is, is that da'at, Rabbi Yossi by Yehuda's da'at, because he's marrying her now for the first time without any connection to the father? Or is it Rav Nachman by Yitzchak's da'at, who says, no, she's marrying him according to the father, but just he has to notify her? Those are the two ways of understanding. Okay. Rabbi Nachman, okay. My Rabbi Yossi Bar-Yudu. So we're now asked this kind of this question. What is this Rabbi Yossi Bar-Yudu? We said up until now that this massive chidush that you don't have to, uh, it's not the father's money. That it's that there's new money. It says the Tanya, why does he say that? Because it says, Ya'ada v'hefda. The Pasuk says, Im lo ya'ada v'hefda. Now we explained up until now, Imra'a ben Adonai she lo ya'ada vehevda. Right? We explained up until now, what does it mean ya'ada vehevda? We said that ya'ada vehevda means, firstly hevda, that you have to help her to go free, which means that there is this idea of gira'on keset, that he can reduce her, that she can buy herself out shortly. And then we said 
that when he, if he wants to do Yehud, it has to be while she's still a Shifcha. Right? In other words, if there were six years, she worked for six years, and on the sixth year and the one day, he decides to marry her, we said he can't then do Yehud. Because it has to be while he was still able to do Hevda. He still had to be in a state where he could have released her. So she had, so that's how we fell up until now. That was the Pshat up until now. Now the Gemara is like this. Right? That's, that's, what we, that's how we fell up until now. In other words, it has to be enough time of the day that there's and still enough money that she still owes him at least a putter. That if she wanted, if he wanted, he could have done yud with that putter that he owed him. So he says, So he says, Says, as long as there's enough time in the day that she still hasn't worked off the whole day, there's still a putter owing, he can do it. That's his tvara. Ah, on the sixth year and the last day, there's still a shava putter owing. With that shava putter, he can do yud. But what, is it? what about the massive monies that the father, that this guy paid the father? To buy her. Why isn't that money relevant? No. It's only the putter. As long as there's a putter outstanding, he does kiddushim with her. Therefore, Rabbi Yosef Ayuda says, if that's the din, then it's clear. It's not the monies that the guy gave her on day one, gave the father on day one. It's the monies that he's being moichel her on day uh, six times 365, whatever that is. I don't know, 2000 and whatever. All right? So that's, the, that's, the, that's, that's his, that's, that's his makor. Uh, so Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak says, remember Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak has got a difficulty with explaining Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda saying that his mom is the last money. He says, You can say, No. You don't have to go so far that the original monies weren't for Kiddushin. And we can still be Mehashe at the Svara here of Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. Why? He says, Sha'an, you can say it's different over here. In other words, No. The father's money is the Kiddushin money, Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak. And why do we need the shahot at the end of the day? That's the Torah is telling us. That's what it says, Asher lo yada vehevda. So then you can only do the yiud as long as there was enough time in the day where she still owed him money of a shavaputa. But it's not the shavaputa that's doing the kiddushin. It's the father's money that's doing the kiddushin. But that's the time frame when we say she's still a shifcha. So the shifcha is so long as she still owes a putta outstanding on the money she's got to work off. What with me? So there were 10,000 putters and she worked off 9,999 putters and there's still one putter left to go. She's still considered a shifcha. If she's worked off half a putter already and there's now only half a putter left, that's not considered called a shifcha. Okay. Uh, uh, so now, once we've got a couple, once we've got the statement of the Amrab Arab Nachman, a few diyukim over here, Rav wants to say in Rav Nachman, in Rav Nachman, Omer Adam Lebitoktana, a man can say to his daughter, his young girl, Tziva Kabli Kiddushayich, go get married, go receive Kiddush on your own. How can he do that? How can she do that? How can a katana receive Kiddush on her own? We understood up until now how the father can, can, can get Kiddush for his daughter, his little girl. How can the daughter get Kiddush on her own? So he says, I'll tell you how, from Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudah. What did Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudah say? The father sells his daughter into Avdut, correct? And now she's a katana, otherwise he couldn't sell her. Naira, he couldn't sell. Everybody with me? So he sells her into Avdut. And now what happens? Six years down the line, now let's say she was three years old when he sold her. She's nine years old now. 
She does Kiddushi with the Boston. And the father's not part of the deal. So says if that's the case, There's nothing to do the money of the father, God's not Kiddushin. And as long as there's a, a, a money left over, so that's Kiddushin. Same thing over here. The father sends his daughter out, says, Go find yourself a Kiddushin. Exactly like this father, he sold her and got money, wasn't Kiddushin. And now, when she's nine years old, she does Kiddushin. So, having the father can say to his young daughter, Go find yourself Kiddushin. If this girl can do it, why can't this girl do it? Everybody with me on that? It's a massive Kiddush, says Rava. A young girl, you can say, The father can say, Go get married, find yourself a husband, go marry. Now, the question is, Who does that Kiddushin money go to? I don't know the answer to that. Because here, in the case of the Shifcha, there's no money already changing hands, right? According to Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda is saying as follows. The father got a big chunk of money up front six years ago. The daughter now had to work off that debt that the father already received the money. And on day uh, 365 of year six in the morning, the guy comes to her and says, listen, you still owe me to work off a pruta. I'm being moichel, you the pruta, and now we're getting married. So it's really, he gave up a pruta, Correct. But she never received the pruta. And we're saying that it's not the original money that we gave the father on day one. So, so who really got this money for the Kiddushin? <laughs> Nobody got money. It cost him a pruta. That we agree. But no one actually got the money. So the question when the father, according to Rava over here, Rav Nachman, sends the daughter out to go get married. And then she finds a husband who wants to marry her. He's got to marry her with the Shabbat pruta. But now she's a katana. So what's the money going to her or the money going to the father? It must, must be going to the father. Because she's a katana. She's got no doubt she can't take the money. So I, I don't know. Anyhow, that's uh, something to think about. Then Nachadami Loshma. Another one. So I'm a Kaddish Now he says we can deduce from this din as well, Rabbi Yoshi Bar Yehuda, that since, let's understand for a second what's going to be Yoshi Bar Yehuda's mind. The guy Mary sells his daughter off into Abdul. And now she's got to work off the money. And now she still owes the putter at the end, the last putter, correct? Now, what's the guarantee to this guy that he's going to get that shove putter's worth of work from? Yeah, he's got the girl living in his house. She's there. She's not, she's a slave. So he's got a mush gone on his loan, correct? There's a loan. Basically, he gave the father a loan at the very beginning. And how's the loan being paid back? Every day, the girl works. She's paying off the loan, correct? Day one, she pays off one, six, one, 365 divided by six, whatever much that is of a loan. Every year, she pays off one, th- one six of the loan. So on, on the last day of 365 days of the year six, she owes a pruta. So he's got a loan that's busy being paid back. And he's got a mashkon on that loan. What's the mashkon? The father gave his daughter to go live with him. It's a mashkon. You can't get a bigger mashkon than that. Everybody with me? Okay. So now look what Rav Abraham Nachman says. He says like this. If you do Kiddushin with a Milve, in other words, you forego a loan. Because that's exactly what he's doing. The master, right? When he marries this girl, he's not using the original monies. He's got a loan outstanding of a Pruta. And she's the Mashkon paying off this loan. So he says, time foregoing that loan, right? You get married with a Milve, with a loan, by offsetting the loan. And you've got a Mashkon, a guarantee on that loan. 
Mekudeshet midivrei Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. That obviously means you mekudeshet Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. Why? Lav Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. Ma otar shlot lav lekidushin. Then he said to us Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda that the original monies weren't for kidushin. So what were the original monies? They were essentially alone. Right? Ha havai. Yeah, it's alone. The he gufa maskon and the woman herself. She's the maskon. He vechi mash meshay beshavir putter umiyayid. And when he does, he's got a pshar putter left over at the end of the period. And he, and he does yield, have a kiddushin. It becomes kiddushin. So, achinami, lo shtasa, should make no difference in any case. When a person owes you, I owe you money, I'm the woman and I owe you money, and, I've, and you've got a mashkon on my debt, and you forgo me the money, we're married. You can see it here, because yeah, there was a loan on the money, according to Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. There was a loan on the money, the girl was working off the loan, she was the mashkon, the guarantor for the loan, she was, the father put her there, she has my guarantee. Tell him what, he has your mashkon. So she was, there was a mascot, there was a loan. He offset the loan with a mascot and she was married. So therefore, anybody offset the mascot could have married. Okay? Everybody with me? Clear? We're good? Go. Okay. So now the girl asked the question How do you do yield? So, the Bach changed the order around a little bit. He says, You say in front of two people, Right? Right? Now look here, where's Selwyn? I can't see Selwyn. Is he still here? So on, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Venoheg ba minag ishut. You see that? That's what happens over here. That's yud. From that moment onwards, you treat her like your wife. You don't treat her like a slave any longer. So from that moment onwards, you invite her into your room. She sits with you at the table. She goes with you to parties, etc., etc., etc. That's Tanakamri. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudo says, even at the end of six days, end of the six years, and the Rashi says on the very last day, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudo says, says, no, that you have to have enough time that we shall put And if not, then it would be married. Now we know that Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudo, because he says that that's Shavaputta, which is in the Kiddushin. Now the Gemara says Mashal. Now Mashal normally is a little bit different to the, the, the Lashon over here. Right? Here we're saying Mashal. For example, he said to a woman, Marry me today after 30 days. Remember we saw that Almanat normally means Me'achshav. We said before that if you use the Lashon Almanat, right? That means from now. But he never said Almanat. He said, Marry me from today, but only 30 days. It's going to kick in 30 days from today. And somebody else comes along in that 30 days and does Kiddushim with her. But talk to Shimon within 30 days. Right? So that's what he says over here. This over here is all similar. Right? Shabbat Yossi Bar Yehuda. Right? It says at the end. And Mashalom, Meli, Sham, similar to this. Like what's the Mashalaman? Who's this Mashal going to? Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda was pretty particular. This idea over here of Shloshim Yom from now, what's relevant? Rabbi Yossi Bar is dependent on the on the if there's time in the day or not. So Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, Mashallah Rabbanan. Afilu ain't shot. If there isn't enough time for owing money, the ksavrei lechach nitu matar shonot. Tiba in liyude yehi yud miachshav. 
And that's the Chiddush of Yeh. Rabbanan was saying the money goes from day one. And therefore it says, if the Yud was done on day one, so we don't need that time for Shabbat Putta. In other words, nobody can ever come along and do Yud with her, Kiddushim with her while she's working for this guy. Because the moment the father got the money, it was, you edit Lee from now. Ah, he just takes his time to decide when to actually do it. But essentially, she said, he loved me, he shot the matli. But my makach ashta, because says Rashi Aviyah, if it wasn't from day one, what's the inclusion with now? He's the inclusion now with the money the father got from day one. So what's his new pshita? Well, that's a chidush. That's, that's pashut. Right? That, that we could learn that. That seems to be pretty obvious. That was Chachamim all along. Chachamim said that the father's getting the money. He says to the father, Harat me, you, he says to the girl, Harat me, you edit me with my giving your father. And now she goes and works for him as a slave. And any day he wants to, he can marry her. It's with that money. Yosibah, you is our problem. So what's the chirush of Rabbanan? And one says, no, what, would, what is the chirush? What would we have thought? Ha-lo amalei Right? Ha-lo amalei Look at Rashi. You put Rashi this. What would we have thought? Ha-lo amalei la'av hayadon me'achshav. That the father, the husband, right, might not have used the words me'achshav when he said to the father, right, to the woman, I you edit me. From now. He would never say now. What would we have learned from that? We might have thought that if a person never used, because with the yiud, the person might not say me'achshav. But nonetheless, it's implicit that it's from me'achshav. Because it's being dependent on the father's use of Kiddushin money. So we might have thought, wait a second, even if a regular guy did Kiddushin with a person, with a girl, and never said me'achshav, doesn't make a difference. If he said a rat never said maybe it does kick in from me'achshav, just like Yehud, even if he never said me'achshav, it kicks in from now. Kamash Malan, the Chirushav Yehud Rashi, Hai Tana, what's he teaching us? Tamar Lemaidan, Amashav, Midivar Rabbanan, Tell me'achshav in Ilolo. With regards to a regular Kirushi, we said me'achshav, yes, if not, no. It was, you can't learn Yehud to Kiddushin. Yehud, because we say the money goes from day one when the father gives it. Even if the husband never said me'achshav, doesn't matter. Nobody can come along and do anything with her in the meantime. But a regular case of Kiddush, if you never said me'achshav, and you gave her the money, you said, Arad, Mekodesh, Libos, he has a million dollars. And she walks out, and the next second somebody else comes as Kiddushin, she can do Kiddushin. You have to say me'achshav. And without the Kiddush, you might have thought that we could learn Kiddushin from Yud. Was it Taliyach, another brighter, Right, if uh, if you if you got a you a father sold his daughter to a to a woman to a man as a shivcha, and then went and did kiddushin to somebody else, Bottom line, he just turns out that it was a joke that whole story with the first guy and who she really married to the second person. That is Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Yehuda. Now, why does Rabbi Yossi bar Yehuda? How can that be? We understand now. What did Rabbi Yossi bar Yehuda say? Is it the original Kiddushi when the guy sells his, his daughter into Shifchut? Is he marrying her or not? Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda? No? Is he or is he marrying her? Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, is he marrying her? Yes or no? No! It's the money at the end of the six years, as long as the put left over. It's the master who decides to marry her. The money wasn't connected. That's Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda's old Kiddush. Is that the original monies are not L'Shem Kiddushin? That's Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. That's his old Kiddush. And therefore, if the guy goes and sells her to a shifter guy and he thinks he's married buying a wife, and the next day he goes and he marries off to somebody else. So contra the first sale was not a sale because it was never intended to be married. And now he's he sold her to Shifchut. Now he married her. Once he married her, oyster shifchut. 
Chachamim Amir, what are you talking about? Imratzal yayid beyayid. Chachamim say you can't do that. Peter starts to do yud with it. Can do yud with it. Why? Because we can do Chachamim. The original money was l'shem kiddushin. You got it? Should be clear now, right? And here he says, Mashal Omer Isha. Similar idea. The Gemara says the Mashal. Again, a Mashal. What's his Mashal? Princess to a woman. You married to me after 30 days. And comes of another guy and marries her in the 30 days. She's married to the second one. What's missing here from this Mekodeshet? Me'achshav. He never said Me'achshav. If he had said Me'achshav, so then the marriage kicked in now. She's already married from now, just only properly married after 30 days. And therefore, if a second guy came along and met the Kiddushin with her, he couldn't, it wouldn't help. He never said Me'achshav. So Rabbi Mekodeshet after 30 days. So that's why the other guy comes along and marry him. So the question is, what Mashal me? Same question. Mashal uh, Amin. Right? Ilavi Rabbanan, Ham Rabbanan, Imratzal Yarmiyat, Kobi Rabbanan. Because Rabbanan says, when the guy does yud with somebody, with a woman, he does yud, he, does kid, he bars her in the same yud. At any given time that he wants to do yud, he can do yud. Nobody else can come in the way and do yud. He never said after 30 days. Look at Rashi over here. gave the money. Never said when they did it after 30 days. That's what we said you married to the second one. We might have thought that if he had said when they done the in the first place and he says, yeah, do you do me now? We're going to get married on 30 days. I forgot the law. No. The Damua done the similar. The Chayvan the Tala Katuv Yud the Maot Tala Luachazman Mikarik when he gave it at the very beginning. Achi Yavli gave it to him. Yud to the Yarmi Yad. Vafilu Achi Kevan the Loam Rami Achshav Mekudesh Lashani. Even with Yud, he'd have to say Meachshav. And if he never said Meachshav, to back now difference between Yud and marriage, and therefore even according to Yossi Bar Yehuda, if he had taken the money and said Rabbi Kuyu edit Li Meachshav, then even he would agree that it was the original Kedushin money. It seems. Right? And if we're the original condition as well, the guy said, Me'achshav, nobody else can come along and say, and say it. But if he didn't say Me'achshav, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't help. Third brighter. Tanya Edach. Right? Another brighter. Right? Tanya Edach. Hamochel bitov, pasaka benach lo Now, what happens? What What would happen if the guy, after, um, five years, he decides he wants to marry her, and he gives her condition, and he forgets about the, the other money altogether. And he says, my Akshav. Now, does he still owe that money for the uh, one year? Firstly, he, now once, he, once he does, once he does yield with her, then the money's all gone. But according to everybody, according to everybody, even Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda would agree. Does, even, even Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda would agree that once he marries, does yield with her, right? There's no longer any money owing. Because by definition, doing yiud writes off the debt. He just says you have to have at least a minimum of a, a sabaputa to write off because you can't get married with this sabaputa. 
But if you owed her a thousand prutot and you got married, you wrote off a thousand prutot. So now you're saying that in addition to writing off the thousand prutot, he also did, he also gave her extra monies. Give extra money. Beautiful. So the father got written off his debt and now she gets married with a thousand with, a, with, a, with money in her pocket. I think, okay, let's carry on. Now, what happens if you marry, you do yield with a woman, you, you send your father into, into Avdut, and the deal is with a guy from Lechatchila that he can't ever do yield to her. Right? So I'll be married, it came out now, he says, no problem, tonight's good tonight. What are you talking about? If he wants to, he can still, then we ignore the debt. Why? You can't make claim against the Torah. The Torah says, The whole idea of, 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 of this, 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 this sale is for Yehud. The Torah allows him to do Yehud. You can't say no. Man says, what are you talking about? You can't. So the says, no, no. no, not at all. Your question was, he gives you extra money. This is saying over here that they make a deal not to ever do Yehud. She can only become a Shifcha. For six years, she has to work out the shifcha. Right? He wants to marry you. can marry, right? So the girl said, Rabbi Meir, it's now kayam. Rabbi Meir, he said, it's now kayam. Vatanya, Omer, lo isha harat b'kodeshe, di amanat she'en lachalai, she'er ksut vona, harat b'kodeshe, but no, but tell Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir himself said, if a guy marries a woman and says, I'm marrying you on Kishan, I'm not obligated to give you any she'er ksut vona, no sexual relations, no clothing, no food, nothing, you're on your own from day one. Rabbi Meir says, m'kodeshe, but no batel. That's now falls aside. Why? Because you can't matter. Davash got to Batarah. Rabbi Huda says, but Davash Mamon now Kayam. Rabbi Huda says, no. When it comes to Mamon, that now would be Kayam. But Akasha here is Rabbi Huda on Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir is saying over here that the Tznai is Kayam. But wait a second, is he being matter on Davash got to Batarah? So Amar Chizkiya Shani Yacha. See, that's a little different. Why? The Amar Kra, La Ama. It says le'ama ve'verat im ve'chim kor ishet pitol le'ama. What does it mean le'ama? Pa'amim she'ena mochra ele le'ama bilvad. That's why we marry. Says it's okay because it says ve'chim kor ishet pitol le'ama. You can sell a le'ama. Lord, it's like a So sometimes we see that there's no yiud mentioned the pasuk. This is such a constant setting. Or just le'ama. So new rabbanan hay le'ama ma avdile. What rabbanan do with this le'ama? What do they say? Hamibay le'alich the lady for something else. That you can sell her to Psulim. What does it mean to Psulim? Mamzer v'natin, right? She'en rasha le'yaid. V'anim keret lehem ele le'shifchut bilvad. Because these guys can't marry. You can't, your daughter can't marry a mamza. So therefore, you don't still sell them into Avdut. Even they can never ever do Yehud. The Gemara says, V'alot dinu. But why do we need a pasuk for that? That seems to be a kavachome. That you can sell to Psulim. Why? In Makacha le'psulim. Remember, we saw the other day that the Kiddushin, remember Rashi said, Tofsin Lamin. When it comes to a Lord Tasei, so even though it's Asur, the Kiddushin is the proper Kiddushin, and you need to get. You can't be with them, like a Kohen, for example, to a, to a Grusha, right? Or an Almanah to a Kohen Gadol. We said the Kiddushin is Tofsin, and we've seen that you can do Yehud with those sorts of people. Why? Because ultimately they can be Kiddushin. So they can be kedushin. Says Malim mekadesh lepsulim shechein adam mekadesh bitok shunara machin lepsulim v'shein adam mochein bitok shinara. Right? Look at the Gemara Savia. Mal. It says the Gemara is docheret. Sorry. So the Gemara says the Gemara is docheret. Im mekadesh lepsulim loy mekadesh lepsulim. 
צריך להסכים, אתה יודע, תקרא ולא דינו, אם מקד של הפסולים, לא יהיים כאלה פסולים, you can marry the פסולים, you can't say the פסולים. כמו שאתה What's this whole chilush of Mekad Shlip Sulim? Shekhan Adam Mekad Shlip Sulim Shekhan Adam Mekad He can marry her off any when she's the Irati can marry her when she's the Nara Yim Karen Lip Sulim Shekhan Adam Mekad Shlip Sulim But a father can marry his daughter off while she's the Nara He can only sell him to Abdu when she's the Katani not when she's the Nara So therefore there's a chilush over here which is there's something more chamur about about selling her Selling her can only be done when she's the Katana Marrying her even when she's the, when she's the Nara So we can't learn selling from marriage. So you're right. Maybe you can sell your, girl, your daughter to a, to a pastor, to a psulim. But then you can marry her. Because there's a bigger chidush, more chamur selling than marrying. Because you can only sell her when she's much younger. That's like the most doche, the... The most like a tamud lomar, la'ama. What do you mean tamud lomar? Therefore, Torah tells us la'ama. Melamed shemorche lepsulim. But the Gemara says, wait a second. But the Pasuk says, Lama, we call around the Kavachomer, that's why we had to have the, uh, the Pasuk. Okay, so we could, we thought we could live from Kavachomer, but we can't. Rabbi Ezra, Mer, Ibn Lamed, Shemochel Epsulin, Arei Kfar Neymar, he says, if you want to come and teach me that, then we learned. Imra'ah ben Adonai. What does it mean, Imra'ah ben Adonai? Shara'ah ben Yisoya. Right, Ra'ai, they wasn't happy with her. Rashi says, Shara'ah ben Yisoya, Rashi says, Shara'ah ben He says, no, that's a bad Nisuin. Shouldn't be married to her. So he says, no. So, then, so, so we don't need that. We got that. So what's the Talmud Lomar Lama? So what's telling us the Pasuk Lama? And you consider it to your relatives. I think we're going to stop over here. It's really time to go.